Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cernox. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers coming to you from Williams Stadium on Friday night underneath Friday Night Lights on September 20th at 7 p.m. You get the pregame show here at 2 o'clock. And, of course, the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Over at the Jerry Bullet Training Facility, you will be able to get what you need, whether it be training whether they get skills, whether it is something that can help you get better at your chosen sport and or activity, you can get it with the Bullet Experience over at the Bullet Experience. Location is 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Telephone number is 214-607-4518. But again, guys, whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, sand volleyball, or any kind of training that you want, you might as well train with the professionals. Whether it, the bullets have been a constant when it comes to that, whether it be Jerry Bullet when he played for the Washington Redskins, Terrence Bullet, when maybe he pay, played for the Canadian Football League, or even Melvin Bullet, who is a cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts. And the whole coaching staff that they have over there, whether it is basketball, uh, whether it's soccer or volleyball, they got the guys that'll help you get it done. Again, make sure you check out the Bullet Experience at 8900 Princeton Road. Give Melvin Bullet a call, 214-607-4518. Yes, he has stopped Tom Brady, and that's hard to do, but he can say that he has done it. So we thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show and your Rowlett Eagles in the pregame show of the Naaman Forest Rangers. Just to let everybody know that... Eagle Eye Bilson is still feeling a little under the weather, so we will not have his segment here on the pregame show just to give you a quick update as far as that is concerned. So we apologize for that. Hopefully we'll have him back in the booth on Friday. If not, we'll probably definitely have him back for the week after. So that being said, no Bill Cerna in this edition of the pregame show. Now, when you looked at this game on the schedule, you kind of wondered what kind of team Naaman Force would have as they started this season. You might have looked at a couple of different things as well when you compare the Rowlett Eagles to the Naaman Forest Rangers regarding their first three weeks of the season out on the football field. Now, that could be based upon the teams that the Raleigh Eagles played in comparison to what the Neiman Forest Rangers did. And if you take a look at the Raleigh Eagles and what they did, I'm going to tell you right now, you already know they played in a brutal district. I mean, brutal district of football 
compared to the Name and Forest Rangers. Now, this is not a smash to the Name and Forest Rangers. Um, it, they just play, that's the way the schedule worked out, and the Rowlett Eagles playing in a different type of district. And unfortunately for the Rowlett Eagles, they had one heck of a district that they had to play. You know, you, you're talking about teams that are nationally ranked. You're within the state nationally, you know, state ranked, you know, within the top 10 and things of that sort. And your Rowlett Eagles, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you really look at it, were set to play those teams over in the 6A region, uh, 6A region 2, sorry, District 9. And of course, that's where the Allen uh, Eagles play. That's where the Prosper Eagles play. That's where the Plano Wildcats play. So those two games out of district with the Plano Wildcats as well as Prosper. And then the Eagles, you know, they had a game with the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. Although they're not in that district, they were still state and nationally ranked um, at that time that they played. So the, the three games the Raleigh Eagles played in the out-of-district games were brutal. And, and I don't know if the Name and Forest Rangers would have done much better or whatever the case may be, but it's really irrelevant. It's irre And the reason why it's irrelevant is, is because now everything changes. Now it's time to get into your own district and try to move on. Now, you, you we could talk about it in the Name and Forest Rangers. They are on uh, uh winless to this point out on the season. They have unfortunately not been able to get to the games that they want to um, and score as much as they want to um, as they went ahead and went on the road just like last year the Raleigh Eagles went on to take on the McKinney Boyd Mustangs over at that beautiful new stadium over there and unfortunately for Neyman Forest they lost that game 45-7. to um, Their repeat after that is they went ahead and took on Lamar and that was a uh, that Vikings out of Arlington and they took the loss there unfortunately 38 to nothing and then uh, last week they were in Fort Worth and they took on the VR Eaton Eagles and lost that game 31 to nothing so the Rowlett Eagles uh, had scored seven more points than name and Forest in the first three games uh, the Rowlett Eagles with 14 points name and Forest with seven First game for the Rowlett Eagles, they didn't get any offensive touchdowns. They got a pick six in order to get up on the board with their seventh. In the second game, the Rowlett Eagles got a rushing touchdown from Alex Rout. So you looked at that and, you know, at least they got the offense involved. And then last week, your Rowlett Eagles against the Plano Wildcats were able to put up five touchdowns, even though they missed the extra point and only scored 34 points in that game. Um, the Eagles unfortunately lost that game. So the comparison of these two as they move forward into this game, um, you know, the difficult in districts, we'll find out if that makes a difference here as the Raleigh Eagles on Friday night take on the Name and Forest Rangers. So, but the way I looked at it and saw those out of district game and how much that prepares you to go into district, 
it really sets up really well for the Rowland Eagles as they move forward within the, this season and within district. Again, unfortunately, taking the loss uh, to start off the season against the Prosper Eagles. Um, and believe me, when I tell you that when we saw it and we called the game itself, um, we kind of knew what we were going to get into. Um, but it started out pretty good and unfortunately ended up where it did, um, at 31 to seven, the Raleigh Eagles then took on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets over at Homer B. Johnson stadium. And unfortunately took a loss there 50 to seven. That's where they got their first offensive touchdown of the season. And then the Eagles got five touchdowns against the Plano Wildcats, but unfortunately lost that game 55 to 34. So a 21 point difference in that game, which brings us to the game against the Neiman Forest Rangers over at Williams Stadium. By the way, Williams Stadium is no further than Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So we want to see a big crowd out there. Let's start supporting the Raleigh Eagles as they move into district. The name of Forest Rangers is the opening of district. So all important game. Unfortunately, one of these two teams is going to be 0-4. Uh, whether that's the Rowlett Eagles or the name of Forest Rangers, we're going to find out on Friday. Setup, though, when you looked at it and looked at the districts that name and Forest played compared to the Rowlett Eagles, and if you looked at this game, I think you saw the first three games that were going to be very rough for the Eagles outside of district, and we would be lucky to pull away with one of them, and unfortunately that didn't happen. The last time that they were unable to get a victory outside the district for your Raleigh Eagles was back in 2004. However, they did go four and three within district and barely made the playoffs. And so they're trying to keep that playoff run, you know, you know the mini long, that long streak that they got as far as the playoffs are concerned intact. So it's going to be important for the Raleigh Eagles to be able to get this victory for the um, for uh, the opening night of district play. So Neyman Forest to you know Friday, then at home they will be taking on the North Garland Raiders on September twenty sixth. And then on October 4th, they take on South Garland. And that game will be over um, at Homer B. Johnson Stadium as well. So North Garland as well as South Garland. Again, South Garland is HBJ Stadium or Homer B. Johnson Stadium. They'll just be on the visitor side. So we got uh, two games headed right on over uh, to um to Homer B. Johnson Stadium after we play this game over at Williams. So it'll be really interesting to see where the Eagles are at that point. But that being said, you know, opening and then South uh, North Garland, South Garland, um, after this game against the name of Forest Rangers, those games, when you looked at the schedule, and even after watching the games here, the first three of the, of the year, um, you, you kind of expect the Raleigh Eagles to be able to get that those victories in those three games. Then, after the bye, after South Garland, the Raleigh Eagles get the Wiley Pirates, and that game will be over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium as well. 
and then the Eagles will be um, at Williams Stadium yet again on October 25th. They'll be taking on the Garland Owls. That's going to be a tough game. They've been playing very well this year. And then on November 1st, the Rowlett Eagles will be taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. And then they end the season on the road uh, over at Williams Stadium to take on Saxe, who has won the um, district um the district championship for the last three years and were undefeated during those times. So within district. So Saxe's got a lot riding on it. We'll figure out whether or not they'll be undefeated by the end of the year and where Rowlett will be at that time. As far as Lakeview Centennial, that's usually a football team that makes it into the playoffs. But when they threw widely into the district, it kind of, you know, made those last two spots trying to make the playoffs, kind of threw a monkey wrench in those things as Wiley snuck in there last year, took a spot of one of the other teams within this district from last year to try to get into the playoffs, and that didn't happen. So that having been said, that's what we're looking at here. That's your schedule. First three here within district, very, very winnable for this football team. And then after that, that's when it starts getting tough. So a lot of things have to be learned for the Rowlett Eagles before they get to that Wiley game after the bye. So in reality, we got you know, four weeks to get ready for that tough game that's coming there. But if you overlook any of those teams that you got to play before, whether it be to, uh, Friday night against Damon Forrest or the next Thursday night at North Garland or whether it will be the game uh, for at South Garland. So the Eagles have got to make sure that they are up and ready to go and ready to play with these teams because it's very important for them. So that having been said, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Of course, that's being brought to you again by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you get on over to 8900 Princeton Road, um, right there, Liberty Grove and Princeton, just on the outside of Waterview. And you can call Melvin Bullet uh, directly, 214-607-45. And go over there, tour the facility, see their equipment, see the facility itself, and you'll see that state-of-the-art is what this is all about. So make sure you come in contact with them, check them out there, and they if you do that, you'll be glad that you did. Again, train with the professionals from the Bullet Experience over at the Jerry Bullet Training Center. Check them out there. Good stuff. So that being said, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll take a look at the stats from the Raleigh Eagles last game against the um, Plano Wildcats. We'll take a look at the last game and some of the other stats as well as we move on here in the pregame show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. 
Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Coslo Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Coslo Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. 
Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickies Barbecue today. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers over at Williams Stadium Friday night 7 p.m. kickoff and of course this pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience make sure you come in contact with them or go ahead and stop on by it's 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett just on the outside of Waterview you can also give Melvin Bullet a call at 214-607-4518 that having been said I forgot to make mention of a very special guest that we're going to have right here on the pregame show. And what we, Bill and I were talking is, you know, you know, we want to be able to bring some uh, more pizzazz, I guess, to the pregame show because we can talk numbers, we can talk stats, but we also got to understand as far as what we do on the Couch Potato Sports Show, we do not call teams, we do not get with coaches, we do not, you know, take away from their time in reality to speak with us, um, whether it be players or coaches or whatever the case may be. What we're going to do is we're going to bring you what we see from our perspective out on the football field without getting involved or taking away from a coach, player, or whatever the case may be. We just don't do it. We've never done it. And we think that that's best in reality. And it keeps our relationship with the Garland ISD really good. And the reason why that is is because we are not considered somebody who's going to drive them nuts. All we want to do is be able to bring the games to Rowlett and so people can hear how their team is doing. Again, you can listen to the radio station the Garland ISD has set up, but you will not hear these games live if you hear them at all. Um, they don't go to all of the games. We cover every single Rowlett Eagles varsity football game right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You might get one or two, depending upon the schedule so far. We have not seen the regular radio station out for the cause. It's only been us. But having been said, I think that's what's going to end up happening anyway. We'll probably won't see the radio station, and the only place that you'll be able to hear Rowlett Eagles varsity football games live will be right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And now, with our new segment, I'm really excited about this again because Bill and I were talking about this. And, you know, what are we going to do? What are, you know, bring the pizzazz to it. Well, what we decided to do is to take a trip back in time. And, you know, we've been doing this for a very long time, three years with Logan Bonner, and then, of course, Preston Weeks with a couple of years, and then Tupal last year, and then we had some mixed-in games before that, but we've been doing this a long time here. We have not missed any games of the Rowlett Eagles as they've moved uh, through the regular season and or the postseason. We've been down to Waco already twice. 
you know, covering uh, the, covering the Raleigh Eagles as they moved into the playoffs. I've also been over to Carrollton uh, twice. We've also been to the Cotton Bowl twice. I mean, so we're where, we are where the Raleigh Eagles are going to be as far as their football uh, games are concerned. So we will be following them and continually doing that as we move forward into our next season. Guys, this will be our eighth season calling Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball. And as you listened last week, you know, kind of jazz it up a little bit. We brought in the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team, Jason Bush. Well, our new segment, where are they now? Bringing back some of the guys that played. And as far as football is concerned, we brought in the first one, and you'll hear a little bit later later on, a former Rowlett Eagle and defensive back, course we're talking about dylan bauer so we'll be bringing him on a little bit later on here in this pregame show i'm excited about that it's going to be fun and we'll get to hear from him um as we uh go throughout the pregame show i'm excited for that that being said let's take a look at what's going on as far as your rowlett eagles are concerned as they get ready to take on the name and forest rangers here at williams stadium so when you looked at the game last week as your Raleigh Eagles took on the Plano Wildcats, they did take the loss 55-34. to uh, But as far as Raleigh is concerned, they scored on their first drive of the game, which was outstanding. Um, they were able to get 14 points in the third quarter. Should have been 14, but they missed the extra point. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, they missed the extra point. They got 14 in the third. So we, we've definitely seen a little bit different Raleigh Eagles football team going into this game compared to the first two games, whether it was Prosper or Rockwall. But in reality, when you looked at this game, it was about the Plano Wildcats, obviously, being able to score 55 points out on in the game is huge. But it was all about, really, Cody Christ. Uh, three touchdowns, and Oliver Towns also uh, scored three times throwing into the end zone to get that victory to 55 to 34 over Rowlett. So, but here's the thing. The, I, like I said, they were down seven, nothing. The Eagles got up on the board immediately, but then Chris just really just pushed his way into the end zone uh, for their first score for Plano. By the way, after that point, um, they never trailed again. They were in a tie after that first one and Plano just never really looked back. Uh, Plano improved their record to two and one in their first three games of the season. They're out of district games um, as your Raleigh Eagles unfortunately fell to 0 and three. But really, uh, Towns, the quarterback, three touchdown passes. There were three different receivers out there as far as that is concerned. And he finished the game with 196 yards passing. He also put 61 on the board as far as yards rush um, as he did that. Uh, Chris had 99 yards in rushing. And Hines also added 100 yards. Nolan Williams was the leading receiver with four catches and 90 yards for the Plano Wildcats. Unfortunately, for the Eagles. They did drop to the 0-3. Alex Rout did his best. I mean, really, it, it, this was the best that we've seen Alex Rout all year long. Um, had been used his legs quite a bit in this game as he uh, went 120 yards and a score and throwing 201 yards and three touchdowns. Antonio Hall 
um, place to rally at Eagles receiving corps. He led their team uh, there with a 134 yards in receiving and a touchdown pass. So um, the Eagles here was a tough one for him. But again, trying to find the things that it took in order for them to move forward was important, you know. So the Eagles got up on the board with a one-yard uh, run from Ch from Charday. I keep messing this guy's name up. <laughs> Charjay Hunt, uh, the running back, which gave the Raleigh Eagles the seven to nothing lead there at eight eighteen in the first quarter. And then Cody Crist, uh, he got in on a two yard run at the three minute and forty two second mark. So they were knotted after one, and that is pretty much when Plano kind of really took over in the second quarter. Cody Crist with the twelve yard run rush with seven eighteen uh, left to go, and then Nolan uh, Williams got a 21-yard pass from Oliver Towns uh, that pushed the score to 21-7 to with 4 minutes and 27 seconds left to go uh, in the first half. Then in the third quarter, there was a lot of scoring three times for the Plano Wildcats, couple times for your Raleigh Eagles, Jaden Chambers, 38-yard pass from Oliver Towns coming out of the, um, out of the, uh, halftime. Um, so Plano had the lead at that point, 28 to 7, with 9.27 left to go. Alex Rout, though, two yard rush um, as far as that was concerned, getting into the end zone with 8.28 left to go. Um, so, really, when you looked at it, it was a minute and one minute, uh, a minute and one second drive. Um, that took the score to 28 to 14. Then Oliver Towns came back with a 42 yard run uh, to get into the end zone with 5.55 left to go in the third quarter improved the score to 35 to 14 over your Raleigh Eagles and then Antonio Hall a 69 yard pass Alex Route loved that call by the way enjoyed that one four minutes and 55 seconds left to go in the third quarter the Raleigh Eagles cut the lead to 14 uh, but then they just kind of took off a couple of times Cody Chris with four yard a rush with a minute and 45 seconds left to go in the third quarter improved the score for the Plano Wildcats to 41 to 21 and then Sebastian Sabatini a 13 yard pass from Oliver Towns improved the score again to 48 to 21 so your Raleigh Eagles at one point were down 27 in this one but then Dwayne Newt with a three yard rush um from our pass actually from Alex Rout uh put it the score to 48 to 28 but Hines then 12 yards rush for the Plano Wildcats with 508 left to go in the uh, game it took the score to 55 to 28 and then Trevon King with two uh, with a 22 yard pass from Alex Rout uh, in for the touchdown now that having been said when you got to that, that was two minutes and 58 seconds left to go in the game after that score for the Raleigh Eagles. It was obvious that, unfortunately, the Eagles were not going to win this game. But they had the opportunity with the ball in the fourth quarter to run a two-minute uh, two minute drill. And really, that is a great opportunity, even though you know you're going to lose this game. And you, we can sit there and talk about it, you know, sometimes knowing the end thing that 
was going to happen wasn't going it, it, to, it's not going to, it's not going to be great, but with less than two minutes left to go out on the football field, you get the opportunity to, you know, make a play. And when you're able to make the plays and do what you got to do to get the victories, that's what's all really important when you think about it. Because, again, going back to it, um, the Rowlett Eagles, you know, they had the opportunity with a little bit less than two minutes. They went run, 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 run. Okay? And unfortunately, it started out with, you know, um, it, you know, with a three-yard uh, three, three rush and then nine yards and some penalties, some things that ended up happening, incomplete pass after, you know, on fourth down, which turned the ball over uh, to um, – to to the um, Plano Wildcats, but unfortunately could not get the job done in that final two minutes and running that two-minute drill. But will it help them? Obviously. Will it get them in a better position to play play better, you know, going into district? Obviously. So lots of good things that you could take away, unfortunately, for this loss for the Raleigh Eagles. But let's take a look at, you know, the box score as far as what the, what the stats were as, as far as the Plano Wildcats and the Raleigh Eagles were concerned. Let's start over as far as Plano was concerned, um, what happened with them uh, in this one. Hold on one second. There it is. I was waiting for everything to load. It was just taking forever. All right, so for Plano, as far as passing, Oliver Towns, 14 of 22, 196 yards, three touchdown passes and one interception. He also used his legs a little bit in this game, but not very much as he rushed for 61 yards and a touchdowns on three carries. So, it, you know, he still averaged 20 yards on those, so uh, but only three times. So we got lucky as far as that. Tyler Hines, 11 rushes, uh, 100 yards and a touchdown. But Cody Chris, 16 rushes, 90. 99 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, J.C. Perry, four rushes for 16 yards. Chambers, a couple of rushes as well. He ended up with 12 yards. And receiving for the Plano Wildcats, Nolan Williams with four catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Jaden Chambers, three catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. Christian Sabatini, three catches, 30 yards and a touchdown. And then... Um, Three guys, Arana, Calhoun, and Chris, all with one yards with 12, 9, and 2, respectfully, as yards gained for the Plano Wildcats. For your Rowlett Eagles, Alex Rowlett at the quarterback position, he was 17 to 34 for 201 yards and three touchdowns, as well as an interception. Uh, he used his legs 14 times for 120 yards for him. That was a good uh, indicator. They were using the option a lot there. He had a touchdown rushing the ball. Uh, Charge Hunt, 13 rushes, 72 yards, as well as a touchdown. And then uh, Newton, five rushes, 38 yards. Yarball, one rush rush for 16 yards, and Trevon King had a rush there for 8 yards, and then receiving for your Rowlett Eagles, good to get Antonio Hall back out on the football field, 6 catches for 134 yards and a touchdown, Trevon King, 6 catches for 52 yards, he had a touchdown, and Newton with 2 catches, 6 yards and a touchdown, and Colton Yarbrough, he had 3 catches for 9 yards, so uh, when you take a look at 
at those numbers there. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the season stats as well as what they did in the matchup as far as the, the overall stats. We'll talk about first downs, rushings, and all that stuff and all those stats as far as the game with the Plano Wildcats. We'll do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we had this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. 
whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at rowlettfood.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. As your Raleigh Eagles, they are taking on the name and Forest Rangers. We're looking at the game as the Eagles took on the Plano Wildcats. You know, as far as the matchup, let's take a look at some of the matchup numbers. You know, more so than the individual stats, as far as that is concerned. So, first downs for the Raleigh Eagles: 23 compared to Plano at 23. The total yards for the games: so Raleigh Eagles 450. 55 yards, very respectful. 482 yards for the Plano Wildcats, and uh, 201 of those yards were done by passing. Um, and for the Plano Wildcats, 196 passing of those 482. Rushing the football, uh, the Raleigh Eagles had a total of 254 yards rushing. Plano had 286 yards rushing. So those were pretty good numbers. As far as the average were concerned, they averaged about the same in reality. Uh, 7.5 yards or 7.3 yards to carry, somewhere in that area. By the way, uh, the interceptions that were thrown up on top for 
worth of quarterbacks. So each team had one interception out on the football field. So penalties were right there at the same as far as as many times as they were penalized. Both teams had six penalties in the game. Your Rowlett Eagles were penalized 61 yards as the Plano Wildcats were penalized 80 yards in that game. Uh, two turnovers for the Rowlett Eagles. One really costly down at the goal line and really that was a momentum changer because at that time the Rowlett Eagles did have all the momentum but after that turnover the momentum completely shifted onto the other side to the Plano Wildcats and the Plano Wildcats only had uh, one uh, turnover and that was an interception again the interception for the Rowlett Eagles and the one down near the goal line as they were trying to drive in was a fumble so that was the idea on what happened as far as the turnovers are concerned and really let's be honest as we move into district play um, it's very important for a team to be able to continue and not be you know a big number in the stats up underneath that turnover situation that is huge so obviously keeping the fumbles down to a minimum as well as the interceptions will be huge now Alex route in three games has all and I know two interceptions in three games isn't but you got to understand the district that they're playing in the quality of the teams the fact that only two interceptions happened in that game I'm actually surprised but up to this point, as far as the stats are concerned, at the quarterback position, Alex Rout, 54 of 108. He's averaging right there at the 50% mark right there. He's got 508 yards passing with three touchdowns. And again, those only those two interceptions. So rushing the football, he's also using his legs 35 times for 209 yards. And he also has two yards uh, rushing. J. Hunt, 21 rushes for 94 yards, averaging four and a half half per rush and a touchdown. Uh, Dwayne Newton, 20 rushes for 81 yards, averaging about four yards. Uh, yard ball, three rushes, 26 yards, averaging about eight and a half. Trevon King, two rushes, 10 yards. You can do the quick math on that as well. Now, receiving for the Rowlett Eagles in two games for Antonio Hall. He's got 14 catches for 234 yards, averaging about 16 and a half yards a catch. Uh, and he also has a touchdown. Trevon King also has a touchdown as he has caught 18 passes for 126 yards, an average of 7 yards a catch. Jeremiah Tarwo, 4 catches, 34 yards, averaging that 8.5. Colton Yarball with 6 catches, 32 yards, averaging about 5.5. Dwayne Newton out of the backfield, picking up 4 catches and 30 yards, averaging 7.5 yards per catch. Josh Rogers with 2 catches, 17 yards, averaging 8.5. Jarjay Hunt with a catch out of the backfield, 16 yards. Hector Soto with 3 catches, 14 yards. And Harper with one catch, three yards, and Christian Morgan, one catch, two yards. So those are your overall stats for your Raleigh Eagles as they move into the game here tonight against uh, a team that they probably should win. So when you looked at it and you saw the team, you asked yourself the question, is this a game that the Raleigh Eagles could win? And I think as everybody would look in, unfortunately, and unfortunately also with the history of 
the name and forest rangers not evidently having the best seasons uh, for the past four or five years as we've been calling the games they have not been the team that really you know you looked at the schedule you had to worry about but when you are this team this year and you are who you are and the Raleigh Eagles this year compared to years before, you cannot take a look at this game and just think to yourself, you're just going to roll all over this. It's just something that you should not do. So as they, they get set and ready to go in this one, as the Neiman Forest Rangers are at home, just taking a look at some of the numbers that you can compare. Um, I don't go by points per game because unfortunately Garland's only scored seven points in that that was in the first game within the first three games. So averaging now how many points they score per game, um, that that's silly. They scored seven points, and, and unfortunately, the last two games, they were unable to get into the end zone. Now, the Raleigh Eagles a little bit different. You know, the average is 16 points a game, but let's be honest. They scored one touchdown in the first game, and that was defensively. One touchdown in the second game. Now, they did come out of it a little bit in the third game against the Plano Wildcats got into the end zone five times, and that is impressive enough as they move there. So looking at the numbers, yards per game, as far as the uh, numbers are concerned, averaging 157.7 yards are the name of Forest Rangers. Your Eagles averaging 303 yards on the offensive side of the ball. That having been said, the name of Forest Rangers give up 337 yards um, compared to the Rowlett Eagles who have given up a lot of yards um, as far as that is concerned and 189 yards uh, for um uh, for the defensive side, they've given up a lot of yards there. So, you know, and, and the comparison, uh, as far as that's concerned, I was going to get into that, um, uh, you know, but I won't talk about the quarterback position as far as the comparisons are concerned. Uh, and the reason why I'm not going to do that is, is because there's a little bit of a difference as far as what you see at the quarterback position for the name of Forest Rangers more so than the Rowlett Eagles. The Rowlett Eagles have had one starter and played all the snap. So on the other side the name of forest rangers have had three quarterbacks playing taking a lot of snaps so when you look at the quarterback comparison the guy that leads the way is uh 120 yards but no touchdowns and another uh, quarterback on that football team's about 100 yard passing as well no touchdowns there either um because it was a rushing touchdown so that having been said let's take a look at rushing comparison alex route does lead the rowlett eagles uh, with 209 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Lee with 66 yards rushing for the name of Forest Rangers, and he has not been in the end zone. Antonio Hall also leads the receivers for your rally at Eagles, 234 yards on 14 receptions and one touchdown, again, on only two games because uh, he did not play against the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. Deal, um, nine catches, 111 yards for the name of Forest Rangers. He does not have any touchdowns on the season for for that as far as that's concerned. Now, 
when you look at more stuff as far as what's going on. Let's take a look at the stats for the rest of the team. We talked about the quarterback position. Um, Francisco Beltran, will he be the guy that does most of it? We won't know until we get there. He's 11 to 20, 919 yards, no touchdowns. He's got three interceptions. Austin Valdez, he's got 11 of 29 as well, but only 91 yards and only two reception. And then the other quarterback has been in there a couple of times, six of 16s. That's Jaden Flores, uh, 72 yards. He does not have any interceptions and no touchdown passes. Again, we talk about the uh, score that they got in the first game. It came via rush by Austin Valdez, who was the quarterback at that time. Um, and he's rushed the ball, um, fortunately, on a negative side total, but he does have that touchdown. But the other rushers out for that football team, Jahari La Ali, 21 rushes, 66 yards. Uh, looking at Kingsley Bennett, 26 rushes, 57 yards. Kyrie Ward, 11 rushes for 40 yards. And then uh, 14 rushes for Beltran for 18 yards. Five rushes for 33 yards is Gangster. And I, I didn't say the name wrong, so just to let everybody know. Sometimes the pronunciations of names are kind of hard for Sunday, but I didn't get it wrong on that one. Now, as far as receiving for the name of Forest Rangers, Devon Deal, nine receiving uh, catches for 111 yards, two catches for 42 yards for Kingsley Bennett. Uh, looking at Kyrene Wright, six catches, 42 yards. Creighton Thomas with four catches and 34 yards. Bryson Huey, two catches and 21 yards. And also Destin Crabtree with two catches, 21 yards. And then we got a couple of guys with a uh, um, one catch, and that's uh, Tyrese Landrum for 14 yards. Tristan Johnson for 12. Tommy Dunn for 10. And then Aiden Gonzalez with two catches and seven yards. So those are your stats. And we see them, and the number's there. Unfortunately, we do not have defensive stats. I would love to be able to see who's giving most of the tackles for this football team and how. Same thing with the Raleigh Eagles. I'd love to see all those numbers. But unfortunately, we do not have access to them. And again, folks, we're not going to ask for them. That means they'd have to do something for us, and we don't want them to have that situation with us to where they feel like they have to work for us. So, But we'll just call it the way we see it. The Raleigh Eagles, the strong point in reality is their defense although they've lost three games in a row we've seen flashes of very good work on the defensive side for the Raleigh Eagles it's unfortunate for them as they've been out on the football field a long time because of the fact that the offensive uh, woes are there for the Raleigh Eagles and sometimes is stagnant so they've got to be out on the football field more because the offense unfortunately has not been able to settle down and be able to score uh, a lot of points but mostly you know time of possession is huge and the offense unfortunately has not been able to bring that forward that having been said, so what we're going to do now, you've taken a look at the stats, you've seen the numbers, we talked about it, 0-3 going in, both teams, one's going to be 0-4, one's going to be 1-3, who's it going to be, we don't know, we're actually going to find that out on Friday, September 20th, as we'll be coming to you live from Williams Stadiums, we'll be bringing you the play-by-play, -play. it's going to be the...
Eagle Eye Bill Cerna and I and uh, bringing you that information and hopefully we're trying to get the Eagle Eye he's been under the weather he's still under the weather hopefully we'll get him in our last segment like we always do but don't go anywhere folks because guess what it's not over yet our new segment here as we will take a look at some of the players that we have seen in the past and we'll bring them back and we'll talk to them and see where they are now and this week's guest it's going to be a former Raleigh Eagles defensive back Dylan Bauer we'll find out what he's doing where he's going what sports he's playing is he still playing football does he enjoy high school football better than 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 college football if he's playing or whatever the case may be what did he like best what does he like most we'll do all that we'll talk a lot of questions uh, with him and we'll bring him in after we take the break here on the couch potato sports show you are listening to the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they are taking on the name and forest rangers and that game will be coming to you live from williams stadium on friday september 20th that's tomorrow 7 p.m it's not as far yeah it's just as close as homer b johnson stadium i expect to see everybody out there and I'm so looking forward to being able to bring you the play-by-play as your Raleigh Eagles go into district with a uh, mindset that we they got to continue making the playoffs to keep that streak alive. If I'm not mistaken, it's a long streak, and I'm going to try to find that number, and I know the Eagle Eye knows it, uh, so hopefully we'll get him in here, and if we don't get him in here, I will find out what that streak is. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, it'll be Where Are They Now with Dylan Bauer here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sammy Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24-gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. At 
Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, Come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are in the pregame show. Folks, we got online. 
this is what I kind of teased a little bit at the beginning of the show. Uh, as a kind of a where are they now? Some where are some of the players that that we have seen in the past and what we have called out here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with the Raleigh Eagles? And I got online that a uh, guy that we called uh, his name a lot as far as his play out on the football field. I talked to his dad on many occasions. He's a great guy there. I got online former Raleigh Eagles Dylan Power. How you doing, Dylan? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for the time. A little bit. They kind of catch up with a with a guy. You were you were a guy that uh, made a lot of plays and uh, out there as far as the Raleigh Eagles were concerned during the time. Um, a pretty good football team at the time. Um, let people know about when you were around uh, Raleigh. Who the quarterback was and the head coach at the time as well. And it, you know what was your feeling about you know Raleigh football? Um, so I'm the class of 2017. Um, uh, so, uh, that'd be around Logan Bonner was a senior my junior year and Preston Reeks was the quarterback my senior year. Um, Doug Stevens was, would be the head coach. Um, okay. and you know, uh, Raleigh football is just something that, uh, you look forward to every Friday is, uh, building up towards game week is hard work, but it's something that you look forward to. I was looking at your dad's Facebook page and, and some of the stuff that you have done, and how the pictures you can go back years. The guys that you played with, you know, for the Rowlett Eagles, were guys that you played with many years, not just with Rowlett, but even before that. And uh, when you when you were just getting certain playing, right? Uh, correct on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at people like uh, Logan Bonner, Dylan Watts, Trenton Golden, Kel Davis. Cameron Vitosh, I played with them since I was like six years old, and we grew up together, always went to the same schools, or we went to different middle schools, and then we finally all went to the same high school, and uh, you could tell we were just a, a whole group of friends that were just playing football together, and you could see it on the football field. Now, now, what was the oh, what was the final decision? Because I know in Rowlett, uh, some people in Rowlett went to Saxony, and some people went to Rowlett itself. Uh, you know, uh, were you in the border of where that was, or did you choose Rowlett? And, and did you choose Rowlett because of the camaraderie of the kids and the guys that you knew going into that school? Yeah, um, I live in the Saxony area, like my busing area. Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I always thought I should go to Rowlett because that's where my friends are, and I always wanted to continue playing with them. Even when we were no, uh, young, we knew we were going to be special when we were older. And, uh, you know, just the idea of playing with them was really the main reason of me going to Rowlett. Well, I knew that because my, my I, I lived around the corner from you at one point, and my kids had the same thing. Were they going to go to Saxony? Were they going to go around? My children went over to Lakeview Centennial because of the Magnet program, but... They mm-hmm. probably would they, they would have had to make that decision, but uh, now you, you're talking about a lot of names: Logan Bonner, of course, Dylan Watson. Do you, do you get the opportunity to talk to them? I know back in my day when I was in high school, they didn't have the internet to where it was so easy to make the connection with someone, whether they were there or in a different area. I bet you today's technology makes it a little bit easier to keep track of some of your uh, fellow uh, players that you played with. Yeah, I mean, I try and keep con- in contact, but I, it's always hard, especially during football season, everyone's busy. Um, but I really see them a lot when I'm back home, and it's always good to just get together and talk as a whole group and their friends and all that. When, when you look back up on your career, Rowlett, what, what do you think stands out? What What is your memory that stands out to you? I know 
during the time when you went where I think I, I know my favorite part is the time when you were there. As a player, I know there's there's lots of opportunities to remember some big plays and, and maybe some big games. What what are the few that stand out to you over there? Um, probably the the game I remember the most is definitely the uh, second round playoff game against Skyline, where we uh, yep. blocked a, a field goal um, to uh, win. We uh, we blocked the field goal to win the game. Uh, that's probably yeah. the uh, memory I had the like I remember the most Waco, and always sticks it? in my mind. What? That was in Waco, wasn't it? Was it was it down in Waco? Uh, no, that was the uh, Mesquite game. We played in Mesquite. Awesome. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Got it. I remember the play. I just couldn't remember where it was. And that uh, a, a big block, yes, and beating Skyline was a, was a huge a huge accomplishment at that time. Uh, and that was Logan's last year, correct? Yes. Yeah, so so lots of stuff there. So you, you, you've got an idea now. You, you've moved on 2017, and I haven't made mention of the school because I wanted you to do it. And so, you know, I know that you were you were looked at by a couple of schools, and, and you finally settled on where you're at now. So what? So first of all, what school did you choose to, and what do you think the biggest difference is between high school sports and, and the college sports, you know, obviously besides the size of the players, I would guess maybe. What, what do you think the mm-hmm. biggest difference is? Okay, uh, so I went to, uh, I decided to go to Southern Nazarene University, so G2 school um, near Oklahoma City. And um, I would say the biggest game, uh, the biggest difference is uh, even that, like, a D2 level, um, you got you to gotta love football to play college football. It's an everyday thing. I mean, I just got done at practice, and it's six o'clock or it's seven o'clock right now. And I mean, right? It, it's it's a twenty-four-seven grind. Set, like, I mean, you're just going all the time. You're always busy. You don't have a lot of time to rest, and you still got to do your schoolwork. So you just got to love football at this level. And uh, if you don't love it, you're not going to make it. And so, so what was the deciding factor? I mean, you. you uh... I know, like I said, I know you were recruited by a couple of schools. What was the deciding factor? Was it the fact that it was Oklahoma City? It's kind of close. It's only like three, three and a half hours, maybe four hours away from the area. Um, was that the deciding factor, or what, what was the deciding factor on where you went to school? Yeah, that was a big factor. I, I knew I wanted to be uh, in like an urban area, and I also wanted to be close to home. And uh, those two criteria were met with coming to the school. But another big thing was the challenge of turning this program this program into a winning program and uh that was a big pitching point to me when i came here and it was an idea that i really liked of uh coming to this program and helping turn them around into a winning program so uh, how was your first year up there you know so it, I, I know logan went through some times where he was, I, I think he was actually redshirted twice if i'm not mistaken uh or did you start right away as a freshman or did you go the redshirt route or how that whole work out for you up there uh i was redshirted for my freshman year and you now in your sophomore year correct or is this you, you, uh your, yes, this would you, be my this would be my redshirt sophomore year junior year in the classroom okay 
Got it. So, okay. So junior year in your classroom, red shirt. So how's it going? I mean, you, you know, you, you, how, how's the team doing? And what, obviously the expectations are to win every single game. Sometimes that doesn't happen. But, you know, how's it going with your team this year? What's it look like? And what are the expectations you think so far? Um, we've had a pretty rough opening for the first two games. Uh, but, um, I mean, we have a good team around us right now. And we just got to bring it all together, and we can pull off a good season. But, I mean, it's hard to win at a D2 college level, and you just got to play a perfect game for the kind of program that we are. And uh, But I believe this team. Uh, we have a good set of group of people around us, and uh, I think we can pull off a good season this year. I think, and and we're always looking forward to that. And so, so what are your aspects? That, what are your your expectations of what you're going to do? Uh, obviously, maybe you get looked at. I mean, with some of the other things that are coming out, XFL and some of the other uh, uh, smaller type of schools uh, or uh, athletics out in football, whether it be indoor football, do you have aspirations to go further after college or, uh, you know, your, your degree? And what, what are you setting up there as well? And are you going to take the path of the education or try to take athletics as far as you can? Uh, I, I think I want to take the education route. Uh, I'm a sports management major right now. And uh, I kind of already have an idea that I want to be a coach when I get out of college. Um, be it at a high school or college level, I haven't decided, but I know I want to do coaching for football. And, and so, and the part of what you're going to school, obviously playing for for the school and everything else, and and things like that, is it, do, do you have any prospects of what you're looking at, or how do you go about getting a job in that position, or what you're looking at? Is that just pounding the paper, pavement, or is it who you know? Or I, I might even have a name I can give you, a Melvin Bullet, right on the outside. I don't know if you know about. Uh, he's a sponsor of our uh, Raleigh Eagles football uh, pregame show that you're on right now. Former uh, NFL player Melvin Bullitt played for the Indianapolis Colts and his dad and Terrence Bullitt played up in um, up in Canada. Uh, just so maybe give you a lead if you need one. But how, how do you how does one become a coach? Is that because of people who know you or are you pounding the pavement to let people know about what you do? Um, I think it's a little mixture of both. Um... It's about who you know, the connections that you have, but also getting your name out there. Um, being a graduate assistant football coach can always help, but I think it's just a mixture of both. And and, and do, will, do you think you'll get that opportunity at that school where you're at now, or uh, do you think that you're going to be headed back down here in, in this area to continue what you're doing? Um, I haven't really decided that part yet. Um uh, it's just something I got to think about in these coming up years. Um, I don't really have got an it. answer for that. Got it, that, and, that, and that's good because you know sometimes you don't know the direction on where you're going to go and things like that. So, um, but we'll definitely, if need be, I'll get you in contact with uh, with Melvin Bullet. Right, he, he lives. His uh, facility is just right on the outside of Waterview, so we'll get you in connection with him. We'll try to help you much as you can that way. Um, he does obviously a lot of football stuff over there as well. So uh, we'll get in touch with you. So, um, yeah, so I'm glad you were able to take a couple of minutes with us and talk a little bit of where you're going and, and things of that sort. You've been, you've been keeping track of some of the other guys and where they're at and how they're doing. 
I, uh, unfortunately, Logan, just, you know, ran into Georgia last week. Uh, I watched that. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, but uh, some of the other guys, have you been keeping track of what they're doing and where they where they're at? Well, um, Jaquel Davis, he uh, he played corner with me. My uh, he was a senior, my senior as well. He comes to he comes to Southern Nazarene with me, so uh, it was always good to come up here and have someone that I knew. Um, Trent yeah, Gordon at SFA. Too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then there's so, Trent Gordon it, at SFA. Yes. What's up? Yes, Trent, that's who we were trying to remember his name. Bill and I were we were on the phone. We're trying to remember the guy's name, and I I, I knew it was Trent, and I couldn't get the last name. Trent Gordon. That's right. Yes, and then uh, Ladarius Dickens at uh, Houston Baptist. Yes, and just a little back on that, another sponsor of ours. When he's back in town, he works at Dickie's Barbecue right over there um, off of the 66 and, and the George Bush. So, yeah. Um, a little shout-out there for the, our sponsor. But I, I actually went in there to get dinner one night. There's there's Dickens right there. I was like, oh, cool. This is good. So it was, it was nice to see him out there um, as when he comes back, he, he goes to work over there. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I'd like to thank you for your time, and obviously, good luck. Maybe we can get Mr. Davis online at well at some time as well. See how he's doing and what, where he's looking. And uh, thanks for taking time here a little bit here in the pregame show of the Rowlett Eagles. Is you're taking that name and force? Do you keep up with Rowlett uh, Rowlett football while you're up there? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, me and Jaquel talk about it a lot uh, every Saturday Got morning. It. We talk about uh, the score. You got it. Well, here's what I'll do. I got your text. I'll shoot you a text over for the game so you can listen to the name of Forest Rangers, and you can keep that number whenever the game's going on live. You can keep the number, and you can listen to it live uh, in your ear, and I'll also give you the website where you can listen to our call as we're the only ones that really cover you guys, and we're the only ones that's really covered the Rabbit Eagles for the last eight years, seven years, went into our eight next year so um thanks for joining us here a little bit here on the pregame show i'm going to shoot this over into the halftime show as well and i'll send you up a copy of it as well if you give me your email address as well okay okay sounds great thank you and that's going to do it for this edition of the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers. Make sure you join us tomorrow at 7 p.m. We'll be coming to you live from Williams Stadium for our coverage of your Raleigh Eagles taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers. Join us then. Bye-bye.